Hello, and welcome to the FinTech Surge podcast, exploring all the latest trends and insights from the FinTech and blockchain ecosystem with the world's foremost experts. Powered by FinTech Surge and Future Blockchain Summit, the region's leading FinTech and blockchain festivals taking place October 15th to October 18th at Dubai Harbor, alongside Expand Northstar. This year, we're excited to partner with Cointelegraph Arabic, the region's leading publication covering a wide range of news on blockchain technology, crypto, and emerging fintech trends. Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Nishata Satsev and I'm the creative director at Cointelegraph Arabic. Today we are interviewing the co-founder of One Inch, Sergey Kunz. Hi everyone, it's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. So I, um, it's really nice to have you on the show. I wanted to start off with a quick introduction on what One Inch is, especially for those who are new to blockchain. So uh, One Inch Network is, uh, we call it a set of protocols uh, for decentralized finances for DeFi. Uh, we started with the aggregation protocol. We uh, and I and my co-founder Anton Bukov, we were traveling around the globe and uh, building a lot of different things for decentralized uh, environment on, on, on Ethereum blockchain. And uh, came to the idea that it makes maybe, maybe sense uh, to aggregate different liquidity sources to, to achieve the best rate by using an algorithm. And so we introduced the aggregation among decentralized exchanges to achieve the best rates for the users. And after that, we started to continue to work on different other projects, like which we included also into One Inch Network. That's why we call it Network. It, it, it contains multiple protocols. And nowadays, also a new thing, what we call uh, Fusion, which also introduced a new uh, kind of solution uh, for problems which we see right now in DeFi and to mitigate the risks. Hey, interesting. So how would you explain it to someone who is brand new to crypto or has not even entered the space yet? Um, we are working on a, a community project, I would call it a decentralized uh, project where everyone can participate, uh, everyone can, can build something, can uh, make uh, videos uh, educa for, for education, um, writing code, uh, working on events and uh, uh, yeah, onboarding new people. Um, so it's possible to participate for everyone uh, and uh, no one is owning the one inch network at, at the end um, like in centralized manner everyone own it so who is participating on that we have right now 153 uh, maybe 56 uh, already um, core contributors around the globe who are participating in, uh, and working on, on improving uh, the uh, services which are, are very, very well used right now. So we have seen in the last uh, 48 hours, we had a high uh, of uh, 4.2 billions of West dollars of volume on this uh, uh, crazy story with the USDC stablecoin, uh, DPEG, uh, yeah. Those are some insane numbers. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, we, we, there's no features or something. Uh, yeah. This is just, just uh, the protocols which operate uh, fully uh, stable. It's interesting that the um, network can handle that kind of volume in transactions because, I mean, we've seen outages with other um, platforms 
whether it's a DEX, a blockchain. I mean, uh, we've seen such an overload in terms of transactions. So how do you guys do it? So uh, how my co-founder uh, Anton Bukov said once, uh, if uh, something can fail, it will fail. Yeah. So, uh, so we try to build uh, things highly efficient, as simple as possible to avoid uh, zero point of failures. So. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Uniswap also did very well, so they handled a lot of volume. Of course, you don't get the best rate on Uniswap because this is just limited liquidity source, and in our case, we get everything on the market. Yeah, so uh, all the contributors to take care, of course, that uh, uh, those parts which are uh, required to run in centralized manner, some maybe microservices, which, for example, give a list of balances of of your of your tokens in the wallet. Uh, um, they, they just take care that it works. Uh, and in terms of execution of the orders, we have a new system, what I call already Fusion. Uh, it ensures that uh, we have uh, a lot of uh, market makers, arbitrage traders who have access to the, to, the, to the system and can properly execute the trades. So uh, by, yeah, by ensuring that it's executed in the best manner. Interesting. Okay, so uh, you guys started off in 2019, correct? And since then, I mean, what, what was, uh, how has your roadmap and the vision of One Inch changed? So uh, I started with Anton already in 2018. We, we had some uh, YouTube blog. Uh, we did security audits of smart contracts just to, to teach people how to read uh, smart contracts, what, what you should understand why you shouldn't trust the smart contract itself without uh, seeing audits and checking the code and so on. And then one day we started to travel around the globe. First hackathon, like competition, you know, like where you hack some yeah. projects and you, you have two nights, you don't sleep almost <laughs> two nights or at, at all. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, one of these hackathons uh, in, uh, if in New York, we, we came to the idea with the one inch. Yeah? How to aggregate? How to how to improve the rate? Yeah. Um, and we we just came to the idea, and uh, because we, we we were looking sell by ourselves for such solution, maybe it's it's like it's similar to Porsche. You know how the first Porsche car was built? The uh, Ferry, the Ferdinand Porsche, the son of the uh, of the um, the Ferdinand Porsche. Uh, who was already working for Mercedes uh, and, and VW to, and built already some cars. And his son came, came to the idea, okay, I don't find my car which I want to drive. And that's why I'm going to build my, by myself. And the same, uh, it's in our case. We just built something what we were looking for, for, for ourselves. And regarding the roadmap, we had never a roadmap. So we just improved what we had. Uh, people start using it. So we did zero promotion, we had no money, we earned zero money uh, at the beginning at all, before the first uh, financial round. I, I personally was sleeping in the office. Uh, I had to leave my flat because my ex-wife decided I should leave. Um, and uh, I was sleeping in a dirty office where I was mining uh, Ethereum uh, in the cellar downstairs. And upstairs I had a little bit room, but it was very, very dirty. Um, and had my daughter to 50% with me, was sleeping on the air bed and no shower. I had to go to the gym to, to, to wash myself. Like in this, like for one year, in this time we were like traveling around the globe. After also when we built one inch and uh, did the first version on the hackathon, we just continued to participate on the, 
uh, on the hackathons and have built a lot of other things, which we are also using right now. For example, these physical airdrops you can get on a, a booth uh, of one inch on, on those uh, blockchain events. Um, this QR code, uh, we invented it uh, in Paris 2019 or something. So we, we use all everything that we have built, uh, almost everything. In, in one inch as well, and we just um, we operate by feelings, I would say. So, for example, last year I was front run by some sandwich attackers. Uh, I lost ten Ethereum, and uh, I thought it's it's huge issue. It's not just me; it's everyone. And uh, I suggested to to, to our uh, core contributors we should look how to solve it. So we came to the idea with the fusion. Um, that uh, we can uh, turn it around, do the, the execution, not the user should execute someone else who is professional, more professional in this, and the user should just, we should just ensure that the user get the best uh, rate. And based on this kind of uh, um, branch storms, and based on this kind of problems, we, we just build something. Yeah. This is how we operate. We, we see a problem, we solve the problem, and uh, offer a solution. Same. So um, I think recently there have, in the last year you could say, there's been a lot of movement in terms of news, uh, whether it's DeFi, CeFi. Um, so what solutions do you feel uh, you know, are coming up on the one inch front? So, um, yeah, we have seen a lot of issues. Um, most of them, from my point of view, are because of uh, there were people involved. So, how Rich said, if if uh, something can fail, it will fail. Yeah. If a person has have uh, access to a lot of money, like in case of FTX, uh, this person potentially became too greedy and would do something uh, to maybe gamble. Also, we see currently the situation with the banks. Actually, they they also gambled with the money of the of the of the um, companies. Uh, a lot of people lost a lot of money. And uh, that's why we should try to build something what is decentralized, yeah, uh, can be operated in a decentralized manner, and uh, yeah, and we should avoid middlemen, yeah, kind of, uh, and uh, administrators uh, with admin keys which can withdraw everything or maybe move some funds. Um, yeah, and from our side, we, we, we try to solve the problems which we see. The front-running uh, problem we, we, we solved recently with the Fusion, already said. Uh, but there are also some other issues with the liquidity providing on Unions, for example. Recently, I lost also like 5 to 10 Ethereum because I provided liquidity to Unions and I was front-run. So again, again, so, but somehow, somehow other teams are not thinking about that. I, I don't know why. I, I, I was writing to Hayden already multiple times. We have a solution. We would like to contribute, but they offer a protocol with a business license. We cannot contribute to a business license protocol. It should be open source because we, everything what we are building is open source under MIT license, so everyone can use it, can modify it, but they should take care about copyright. Uh, kind of, mm -hmm. if, they cop if you copy a piece of code from, from someone, you should write that this code is from someone like Anton Buko, for example, if yeah. you, my co-founder wrote it. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned a few risks that were that people can face in DeFi. What are the biggest ones that you see? Um, that you, what are the biggest risks in DeFi right now that need a solution? This is the front running problem. So we have front running on different uh, places. 
for the swaps. So if you swap on Uniswap, if you swap on Balancer, if you swap on Curve, you can face the problem that someone is swapping before you and swapping after you because your transaction is visible in the mempool. Um, to avoid this, we turn it around, introduced a kind of a algo order. This is uh, like a limit order which users sets, and the order is uh, set in a specific price range. And the price change not linear, um, it's changed based on the current available liquidity and prices and rates in this, in, in this specific chain like Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain or Polygon. Uh, this information we had from the beginning because we wrote this algorithm which discover all the liquidity sources and provide the best rate, we call it Pathfinder. So um, it it, it, it uses uh, multiple markets at the same time. Just just imagine, maybe for someone who, who is not familiar with taxes and everything, you just can think about you have ten, let's just say maybe one hundred millions of US dollars, and you would like to buy a Tesla stock. You don't go to Frankfurt Exchange or Nasdaq and buy just there the, because there's not enough liquidity. You would get really worse rate. Um, and uh, you, you, you split your amount in small pieces and exchange everywhere a little bit based on the rates. So, so you, and you try to achieve the same rate everywhere. This is actually what we are doing, but it makes also not sense just to exchange US dollar to Tesla stock. It makes to exchange to Euro, to Swiss franc, to Singapore dollar, and then exchange on every of these markets around the globe a little bit to achieve the best rate. And that's what's, what we actually do on the blockchain. Interesting. So uh, main, mainly for crypto, though. Yeah, just just for the for the uh, yeah uh, crypto crypto tokens which are accessible uh, on each of these chains. We support every token which uh, is uh, there on the blockchain. Uh, there's a list of tokens uh, which is uh, managed also by core contributors. Uh, but everyone can also, if there is a new token launch for some from, from someone, you can just copy the address and use it in the in the in the, the app. Okay, and what blockchains do you currently support? Oh, a lot actually. I stopped to count it, maybe eight, nine or something. We support Ethereum, of course. We started on Ethereum and we see better than Ethereum can be only Ethereum. <laughs> um, Polygon, Binance Smart Chain, we have Layer 2s, we have Optimism, Arbitrum, um, Avalanche and all, all them. Um, yeah, we try to support those blockchains which, uh, and, and layer 2s which uh, have people, real people, not just bots. Of course. Okay, great. So um, I definitely want to touch on Fusion. So uh, what solutions are you offering with Fusion? So um, I told already that we uh, came to the idea with the algo order. It's, it's not just uh, uh, a Dutch auction order, what uh, already Gnosis did, I guess, three, four, four years ago. Um, it's not efficient at all. Uh, you need to wait until it's executed, and uh, you also know, don't know who is behind the execution as well. In our case, we have uh, we have the foundation which runs the D app. Some you need a real world vehicle. You, you cannot run a domain and a piece of website or like this, uh, yeah, front end uh, from a DAO. It doesn't work right now yet. Maybe in the future. Uh, but right now we have this foundation. The foundation is responsible for the front end and takes care that also those who execute the orders, the limit orders, the fusion orders, 
uh, they are also compliant. It's also one, one thing what is really nice uh, at one inch, what I like. There's a TRM labs involved, uh, all the time scans happening, um, uh, resolvers who are also market, professional market makers, or just arbitrage traders, they also, uh, they are compliant. They did KYB check with foundation and we have TRM labs uh, scanning. So in terms of the execution, how efficient the execution is, uh, uh, I can tell you that the execution is uh, better than just a market rate. So we started with just market rates, so what, what you see also in other like uh, uh, similar projects, I would, I would call them. Um, they offer to execute uh, just on the market. For, for example, you have 10,000 Ethereum and you would like to sell it to USDT. Yeah? Uh, if you do it just with one transaction, you would face a price impact of maybe two percentages. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of money of, uh, from 10,000 Ethereum, right? Two, two percentages from 10,000 is a lot. So you can avoid this by uh, uh, using the same approach as the OTC traders uh, are doing. They sell over time a huge amount of uh, crypto tokens. Uh, and uh, you can do it with Fusion. It's uh, you just uh, um, select the amount, the tokens, and you create an order. It is algo order. It's sent to the network. It's distributed among all resolvers, and resolvers try to fill it, and they fill it partially. So at the beginning, you have a good rate for you, and and worse rate for the arbitrage and and, and for the market maker. So, and the price goes slowly down over time, like just say over six minutes. Um, in the near future, you can, uh, you, you can set it for multiple days. You introduce it very soon. But right now we have in six minutes such a trade and the price goes slowly down. It's getting worse for you as a user, uh, getting better for the market maker who would potentially take it. Uh, but it ensures that you get the execution based on the current market liquidity. At the end, you get better rate than compared to just executing uh, um, uh, on the market because on a high, this market trade you face a high price impact and huge back run. Uh, back run means mark, like arbitrage trader uh, try in, in the Ethereum network, for example, if you did the trade, try to uh, rebalance, uh, re-arbitrage with other networks and centralized exchanges. So, and in our case, we have this background opportunity every block. Every block can be filled if it's, if it's filled and um, arbitrage trader, arbitrage already uh, and, and, and uh, try to improve the, the rate. So based on our analytics, uh, we execute much better than uh, the market uh, orders for huge trades. For small trades, uh, they are taken very, very fast. Right now, there's incentive program for resolvers. They get gas refund from the foundation um, to ensure that the execution is fast and efficient. Um, yeah, this is just our fusion. Um, no front running anymore because the user is not the taker, taker anymore, it's a maker, means a creator. the user created the aura and someone executed, who is, who is uh, very professional in this. Um, yeah, just, just our fusion. Hey, interesting. So it seems like this is really technical um, and for users that are new to crypto, um, how can you do an elevator pitch on this, on fusion? Um, actually, it's similar to Nasdaq. It's just a decentralized Nasdaq. Okay. So you 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 want to exchange something for specific rate which you like, which uh, is suggested by 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 the DApp, yeah, 
um, and uh, professional traders execute it against your offering. Okay. So, um, coming to your next product, I heard that there's a wallet coming up. Can you tell us about this? Yeah, um, this uh, hardware wallet coming. Uh, wallet we have already since uh, almost two years, I guess. Uh, we started with iOS and uh, introduced also Android version. We have two different teams who are working from around the globe on these products. Um, the hardware wallet is an independent team. Um, they came, um, actually I, I and Andon, we came to an idea that it makes sense maybe to build a hardware wallet which is open source. So everyone understands what's happening inside of it. Because if you have right now a ledger and you generate a seed for us on the ledger, you don't know if it's really randomly because it's a black box. The ledger, they don't open, uh, open it to everyone. Maybe in the future someone can regenerate the seed for us and steal all your money. You, know, you never know. That's why we came to the idea, okay, why not open source hardware wallet? And then we thought, okay, it should be as simple as possible and it should, should be um, fully secured with, uh, for example, air gap. So um, it can operate with just a camera and QR codes. It's, um, um, uh, it's, it's actually a really small format. It's, uh, it looks like a little bit like your iPhone, a <laughs> little bit. Um, and uh, it, it is very, very simple and supports a lot of nice features. For example, it supports multiple seed phrases. So you, you cannot import in Ledger or Trezor multiple seed phrases. It doesn't work. Um, and if someone taking you and cutting your fingers here and want some crypto from you, you can give him another seed phrase, you know, or you can enable uh, the, the wallet. Uh, I hope nothing like that would happen with anyone, but uh, everyone should think about that if they own some crypto and people sometimes are very, very crazy. Yeah. Uh, and it's good to have an, a backup wallet uh, with uh, like some money to, to give it away and they are happy. Um, so, uh, HD wallet functionality uh, with uh, multiple seed phrases, just kind of key features with air gap, with the camera and NFC. So NFC is for mobile phone usage, for example, with our own wallet, with iOS wallet. And how I already said, this is independent team. They came, um, uh, we, we came with the idea to some people and they said, okay, sounds great, we can build it. And they got some grant from the foundation. Uh, they applied for the foundation with the plan. They released already a prototype. Um, this person is already here in Dubai. Um, also, like he's staying also here in Dubai, open company. So, and uh, they're building it also from around the globe for sure, because like you need some people in China, for example, for the production and so on. There's a prototype, it's already working um, and uh, they're looking for the seed round uh, for the right investors and then uh, they go for the production. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it will solve like additional problem of uh, transparency, yeah, what we not see on, from Ledger. Uh, and also the user experience should, will be better, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I, I mean, this brings me to my next question. Obviously, there is a, a transition happening within the finance world. Uh, so what is your take on the current traditional finance um, industry and how do you feel DeFi is going to impact it? 
Uh, I see DeFi, decentralized finances, as a more efficient financial system than what we have right now. We have uh, what we what we see with here greedy people like FTX, uh, people who just gambled with their user money, spent the money for uh, fin like um, to to pay for some political people uh, uh, to get some uh, advantages compared to other companies. Uh, but at the end, they just uh, misuse the money. Yeah? Because, how already said, if so something can fail, it will fail. And in this case, people failed because of they, they became too, too greedy or too crazy. Um, and also with the banks. Banks are also humans, you know? When you eliminate humans in terms of, you, you remove f from some operation, yeah? uh, people, and let program code work instead of the people, then you can ensure that it works, yeah? And it cannot break. So if, if a code is like written in stone on a smart contract, it cannot break. That's why uh, also our swaps are trustless. No one has to trust the foundation or uh, the core contributors one inch network. They need just to verify in the wallet that they um, uh, execute or, or sign a transaction or sign an order and that they get what, what he, they expect, yeah. That's why actually we, we started to build also the wallet to explain people what they sign. Because like in the MetaMask you sign a piece of, a lot of text, like of, 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 of JSON thing, um, and you don't really understand what's happening. That's why we explain what, what they sign. And um, this is just very important that um, people have the transparency, what's happening with the money, if they are on smart contract, it's, it's verifiable. verifiable. Uh, if you see decentralized exchanges like Binance, you don't really know how much money there is. They, they did this publication of, uh, okay, these are our wallets and there are some, some tokens or something, you know, but um, you, you, don't, you, don't, you, you cannot verify that's really a good, like the right amount is on it, you know. You are, you are not checking the accounting or the full accounting of these uh, centralized uh, entities. And with the banks, it's the same. Uh, regulators are claiming they regulate them, but at the end we see a lot of fails, a lot of fails. And I, I, I'm not saying that the regulators doing it very bad or something. I guess the problem is it's too complicated. Make it less complicated, remove single points of failures, humans from 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 uh, like from from execution from operation and then we can achieve uh, a better financial system than we have right now we will not have something like what we had 2008 with the black swarm uh, and recently as well um, uh, yeah and i'm pretty sure soon soon uh, in the next 20 years we will see uh, countries paying with crypto transferring because it's more efficient. Why should we wait like one week for a Swift transfer? You can do it in 12 seconds on, on Ethereum, right? Exactly. But through one inch with no gas. <laughs> that's, that's true, yeah. Low gas. <laughs> so um, I, I did read that you guys aggregate liquidity as well. So you take liquidity from decentralized sources as well as centralized exchanges. How does that work? So um, in our aggregation protocol, which we have built from the beginning and extended until uh, now, um, we discover all liquid sources on, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the blockchain, yeah, just for example, like, uh, Ethereum. Uh, we scan every smart contract. Right now we have 25,000 smart contracts, which we uh, 
uh, monitor if something happens. So it's like uh, funds are moved out or swapped uh, happens. We know about that. And that's why we can use our algorithm to discover the right multi-path. Just if you can see it as a, a multi-path. Um, from one asset to another asset, we are in the between different markets can be used. Yeah. Um, so um, we have some market makers integrated as well. How they operate? They operate from own wallet. They take own risks to trade with the user uh, by hedging uh, on centralized exchanges or maybe also net other networks. That's why we have also uh, access to the centralized uh, uh, exchange liquidity. Um, because they offer us this option. We have right now, I guess, eight, eight market makers integrated. And in terms of fusion, uh, we uh, turn it around and the user create an order, like on, on Nasdaq, yeah? and professional traders just they take care how to execute it. Some of them just arbitrage with Uniswap, with Balance, with Curve, with some other. But other uh, also hedge the position on centralized exchange, do the trade with the user, and after that, maybe minutes later, maybe hours later, they rebalance. They send from centralized exchange to the Ethereum network wallets. Um, so this is how it works right now. And uh, I guess this is really a good, good, good approach. So uh, the user don't care about how it's executed. Yeah. So uh, they just want just to exchange, right? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, now, obviously, we have future blockchain summit coming up in October. What are your hopes of this? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, we are looking always um, on uh, new new contacts, uh, like expanding our network, um, so um, finding the right partners which, with whom we can collaborate. Um, onboard new people for sure. Teach new people. Uh, what I've seen, like on my keynotes. I guess once one guy came and said, like, do you really uh, think that those people who were sitting there understood anything what you said? <laughs> then I had to rethink about it. Because I'm, uh, he said, like, from your point of view, you think that it's, like, normal, yeah? When I'm talking about DEXs, uh, arbitrage traders, and market makers, and liquidity, and, and so on, and front running. But no one understands it, uh, and I, I, I had to rethink it. And I start to, like when I speak um, on the conference, I try to educate people. So I ask first, uh, what is a DeFi? Uh, what, what is a DEX? What is a centralized exchange? So try to understand what these people know, and then I start to explain. Okay, decentralized exchanges. Yeah, this is there are different kinds of how they work. Someone need to provide liquidity, and so on and so on. So. Uh, yeah, our expectation from the, from the uh, conference is to get more people using Manage, uh, get more contributors. Uh, very often we get also no, new contributors from the conference as well. They come and they are very interested. Coming from Web2, uh, we got recently one guy from Microsoft. It's really insane, really nice. He was recently uh, also working for, for Apple and then switched to Microsoft and then to us. Um, I tried to get my uh, colleagues from Porsche. I was working for Porsche like a couple of years. And uh, those really good professional people who are like around maybe the end of uh, 30, 
uh, they're looking for new opportunities because they achieved already in, in their life. They already did the master degree, um, then they um, earned a good, of good amount of money, achieved already good management level, but at the end, these people don't want to work next 20 years uh, for something what they don't own. And in one inch network, everyone who participates owns something. It is very important. Yeah. Like own, own part of it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's so a baby of everyone. An ecosystem, a decentralized ecosystem. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, great. So I have a few more questions, but I just want quick rapid fire. So, um, what is your? What do you feel is the next big trend in blockchain? Maybe a stable coin. <laughs> really stable, stable, stable coin. Okay. And what advice would you give to new people looking to enter the crypto space? Uh, don't trust anyone. Uh, I have seen a lot of uh, scams and uh, people. Uh, don't trust the people. Verify, educate yourself, and then you will uh, get. I completely agree on that. I think everyone that has been in the space for a while has trust issues. <laughs> uh, what would you give? Uh, what advice would you give to budding entrepreneurs that are looking to enter blockchain? Just try, try, and if you fail, try again, try again. Stand up. You fail, stand up. It's like with BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Um, every time uh, you find a guy who is better than you, and you need just to try train to to keep training to. If you fail, stand up and try it again. That's what we actually did uh, one half years when we were tra traveling around the globe. We failed all at the beginning and every hackathon we didn't get any main prizes. After six months we got the first main prize and it was very hard to get it. After additional half year we got the second one. And uh, I guess uh, in the history, I guess only our team got like two, two, two uh, main prizes. Okay, well congratulations on that. Um, I do have one last question. Now, with uh, so many decentralized uh, platforms coming up, how do you feel like One Inch is going to stand out from the crowd? We are, we are not trying to compete with anyone. Uh, if you see also pe people who start doing what, what we started to do for, with the aggregation, before us, we actually invented aggregation at all on the, on the blockchain, uh, on decentralized exchanges, and people looked on that, oh, this new thing. And Zurex started to do that, Paraswap and some others. And, uh, and we tell them, guys, okay, it's fine. Uh, you, can, you can do the same, it's fine, it's nice. But if you use our code, then tell the people that's our code, yeah? <laughs> there are some issues also regarding this. Um, and um, yeah, we try to not compete, we try to improve the space. And the space is really small. If you look on the, on the, on the, on the market, DeFi is that small. We have a little bit centralized exchange, crypto market is a little bit bigger, but TradeFi is like this, yeah, traditional finance. And uh, we want to grow to this size. And we can only grow with other people who are working the same. That's why we are not competing. We, are, I, we try to stay friends sometimes with this, this drama, like someone, I don't know. Someone wrote, like, on, I guess also on Cointelegraph, that I told to someone and asked them to go into the cage to fight with them or something. It was not like that. <laughs> it was mis misformed and so on. Um, 
Yeah, sometimes we have drama, but at the end we are all friends. We are uh, we are building on the same uh, product and just decentralized finances, which is more efficient than traditional finance. Yeah. yeah, I do agree. I feel like when you're working in such a small space, we need to lift each other together, not yes. um, not fight each other, because we all have one common goal, which is the mass adoption of blockchain and crypto. That's true. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, I, I really enjoyed hearing your story. Uh, you've done an, a wonderful job coming from your basement to, you know, to where you are today. Um, I'm sure that you've set an, a, a great example for your daughter and for, uh, I think, everyone watching as well. Um, thank you very much. Yeah. Um, I try my best and yeah, I stay on the ground all the time. I already said. It's like in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You, this someone, someone who is better than you all the time. Yeah. Also okay, one more question. This just uh, came to mind. How do you stop yourself from going crazy when you work in crypto? <laughs> I keep working. <laughs> you cannot become crazy uh, when, when you have something to do, I would say. Something, uh, a passion, I would say. So a goal. My goal is to, yeah, to make DeFi uh, as a standard and... Uh, uh, yeah, as common thing for the for the for the whole world.